You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Yeah, next. <laughs> Sorry, uh, folks. Best rehearsal Sorry, folks. ever. Best. <laughs> so that's what happens when the volume's not up and you just start talking. It's just a button in yeah, the Yeah, that's a button. It's okay. Uh, go on, In this sir. episode of the Motor City Hypnosis <laughs> Podcast, uh, it's Uncle Milty Part 2. If you weren't with us for Part 1, we're talking about the... The stylings, the career and stylings of a certain Milton Erickson, the modern, the father <laughs> of modern hypnosis. We'll do it live. Yeah. <laughs> do it live. I can all write it and we'll do it live. Talking about being startled. Sucks. Yeah. So startled it. in here for a second. <laughs> we'll be right with you, folks. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. What is going on, people? This is David Wright, the Motor City Hypnotist, back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist podcast. Welcome, welcome back, question mark. And just, and just, those of you listening to audio, uh, wherever you listen to your podcast, uh, I, I usually record a couple of episodes together. So the start of this episode was actually right in between, or it was the, the start of the second half hour of yeah. this hour. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah we, had, we just had a little snafu in the middle. That wasn't a snafu. That was startling. No, it was. was a startle. It, it, was, it was a shock induction. That's what it was. Yeah. Who are we so talking thanks, about? folks, for being here. We are here at Podcast Detroit, Northville Studios. Can I try it really quick? Yes, yes. Yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> and we are talking about uh, Uncle Milty, part two, Milton Erickson, the modern. I cannot get that right. The father of modern hypnosis. His middle name? Highland. Well, do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can all write it and we'll do it live. <laughs> right. Yes, Fucking that's right. thing sucks. <laughs> The father of modern hypnosis. Yep. So let me tell you, folks, where you can find me. Uh, oh, here's with me is Matt Fox, in case you guys oh, didn't know. They are there. You probably know, know Matt. They're but, like, um, who the is here? Is this guy? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, da 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 da, like this in the background. What the fuck is it with you? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, great. Yeah, that's great. Uh, find me, my website, motorcityhypnotist.com. On the website, you'll find my podcast page with all of our episodes. We are up actually to episode 47. Wow. Yes. I've learned a lot in the past 47 uh, episodes, 46 that's episodes. Awesome. That's fantastic. Yes. It could be 48, but who's counting? 47. Eh, yeah. I've learned a lot. Yeah. We'll just that's, say that. That's good. That's been a lot. So find my podcast page there. Also my, um, my shop where you can find MP3 recordings, uh, videos of shows from, from prior stage shows that I've done. A lot of cool stuff on there. So take a look at that. Hmm. You can find me on social media on Facebook and YouTube, Motor City Hypnotist, and on Twitter and Instagram. Both of those are Motor City Hypno. That's H-Y-P-N-O. Yes. Not hip as in I'm cool. H I know. H Y P. No. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, good <laughs> yeah, for I know, you. I know. It was not, not a good joke. <laughs> and if you'd like to contribute financially to the show, I am also on Patreon. 
Uh, there you can get early access to podcast episodes. In fact, they post, typically I'll record on Fridays and they post the Monday after we record. So in most cases, uh, almost a week or a week and a half early. So you can get the early access to the episodes there. And you can also get uh, merch, just like the shirt I have on for those of you who are on Facebook Live mm-hmm. or seeing the video later. And coffee mug, which is awesome, yes. which can be used for a lot more than coffee. That's coffee in there, As I Mr. Promise. Basil Hayden will, oh. will, will confirm. Yes. Uh, Mr. Hayden uh, made, a, made another appearance. Yeah. Yep. He, Mr. Hayden made a new appearance today, <laughs> and, and he's very fresh. Yes. <laughs> and as usual, you can pick up my free hypnosis guide and my download, uh, Hypnosis for Confidence. Both of those links will be in the show notes. Absolutely free. I'm just giving those away, just like... Uh, I don't know, like peanuts. <laughs> and if you want to join my private Facebook group, we have a private Facebook group, Empower Your Mind for Success. Right now, it's about 160 people in the group. And it just focuses on setting yourself up for success, whether that be a business, whether that be something online, something you want to take on, even in your personal life. So a lot of information comes from the podcast to that page, but again, of other information, discussions, uh, we do a lot of quizzes, a lot of, of, again, just a good place to kind of support each other and um, support your success. So check that out as well. And wherever you're listening, probably the most important thing is wherever you're listening, please subscribe to the show and leave a review, whether that's on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts, subscribe to the show. That helps me out, helps get more uh, more f- focus and more attention on me, which will enable me to grow our audience. Because this is all about you. It no, is. But it's it, not. It's all about me. <laughs> it is. You have a brain like a chicken. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, yeah, I still want listeners. Yeah, yes. you, use your chi- you use your chicken <laughs> brain, that is. <laughs> I do. It is time. All right. So it is, it is the Christmas season. We're in, we're in December. We can actually say now that, that going into a store and hearing Christmas music does not bug me nearly as much now Mm. as it did in October. Right. I just walk (laughs) around my house listening to Christmas music and I shop around my place as I'm online. Oh yeah. As you're, as you're on hold. (laughs) Well, no, as you're in, as you're on Amazon probably or that. Yeah. 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 (laughs) What in places are you talking about? (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. It's crazy. So there are a lot of cool stories along, among the holidays. I, I don't know why that brings out more things, but I think because people might it's, – it's just a, a meaningful time of the year for a lot of people. So we have another Secret Santa story. I, so there was one in Arizona, if I remember, yes. right? And yes, there, so was, there was one in Arizona where a stranger, somebody who's not identified, was just giving away money to people in the form of cash. gift cards, yeah. cash, cars, and – he was working through a news reporter who was distributing these things. So, so we have another He's one. like the intermediary. intermediary. Yes, right. this is a new one. This secret Santa uh, is from – oh, I don't have I don't have a location. That's okay, though. Sorry. Hey, secret Santa. We oh, don't need Australia. Oh, Australia. Queensland, Australia. Even better. A secret Santa paid off more than 80 layaways at a toy store in Queensland, Australia. Oh, my goodness. Staff at the Mr. Toys Toy World store. <laughs> Mr. Toys. Mr. Toys Toy World. That's fantastic. Mr. Toys Toy World. 
It's pretty cool, I guess. Lips, teeth, I love tip it. of the tongue. Lips, I... teeth, tip of the tongue. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Toy's Toy World said the mystery woman came into the store last week and paid off $16,000 worth of gifts. It's a secret Mrs. Claus. Yes, it is a secret Miss Santa. Yeah. Yes. We were all speechless. It was a really crazy moment, employee Maddie Gillespie told ABC News. Employee Rachel Thompson said she had to console parents who had been overcome with emotions when they were informed about the stranger's kindness. The woman didn't ask for recognition, and she said she simply wanted to help other people out following a tough 2020. Mm. Staff said the woman came in with two friends who looked like they were aged in their late 20s or early 30s. We didn't get we didn't get their names. They all they said to us is tell people it was Santa's helpers. Gillespie said the generosity didn't stop there. The trio returned an hour later to give gifts to the staff members. The women then returned that evening and picked one lucky customer and walked around the shop with him as he selected toys. Oh my goodness gracious. They paid for the families. What I'm assuming is their entire Christmas shop off the top of my head. That was three to $4,000. Gillespie said, wow. Yeah, that's a lot of PS fives. That is, oh well, if you get them, <laughs> right? You don't have to fight for one. That's why we can't find them. Anymore. I've been looking. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. Did I? Did I that uh, we'll come to it in a minute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why our secret Santa woman, our secret Miss Santa. Yeah, you're our winner of the week. Thank you. <laughs> that's how winning is done. Yes, it is. So. Back to it. So speaking of PS5s. Yes. Of course, my son wants one. Right. How I he? want one. He's 18. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we've been looking online, looking, looking, especially Walmart, because they, they give specific times when they're going to, where they're going to post this to be for sale, right. like at six, nine, 12, whatever the times are. Mm-hmm. When, so I logged in whatever time it was supposed to be that they were going to be available. As soon as it refreshed, I hit buy. Okay. Had it in my cart. Went to check out, just Ugh. just nothing, and then the, the website crashed. Oh, my goodness. So I read just within the last week or so, the reason that, that it's very difficult is that, that companies or individuals have bots uh, that yes, go do. in and go faster than what a human could do, mm-hmm. buy them, and then they're all ending up on eBay for $1,500. Oh, my God. Sure. So if you want a PS5, that's probably why you can't get one. You can wait. Because of the bots. You can, if you have a PS4, just wait until next No, you year. could You could wait. I mean, they'll be available eventually. PS4 yeah. was the same way when it came out. Yeah. It, it was almost impossible to get for the holiday. Sure. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Frustrating, I know. But <laughs> All right. So tell me tell me more about Uncle Milty. Uncle Milty. I, I, need, I need to learn. So just as a quick review, we were talking about his techniques last time. Um Actually, not techniques, more of his style, more of, more of the, um, what I'm going to call the, uh, of course, the key elements of, of, of his approach. And they were his flexibility, and it was working with symptoms to bring about a change. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was his engaging the unconscious mind by any means available. So, so, so those are kind of the, the general approaches that he had. That intrigues me by any means available. Yep. That that's intriguing to right. hear. And he believed that the individual's unconscious contained all of the resources necessary to bring about a change 
for that individual. Hmm. So Erickson's, so, so a lot of therapists might approach it and say, this person is really messed up. Uh, what, 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 what can I give them? What can I, how can I direct them externally to get help? So Erickson believed that everything they need to get better is in their own mind. Hmm. That, that, they don't, they don't need a book. They don't need any influence from the outside. Now they might, they might need somebody to direct, to direct them or kind of help them in a way, but, but that the solution is in them. And, and that's kind of the client centered approach that Erickson had. And as we mentioned, I think it was the last one that we ended off on, ended off on the last episode was Erickson said he had no time for the Freudian notion that roots of the problems have to be excavated from the distant past. Actually, just on a quote from Uncle Milty. Yes. It says, each person is a unique individual. Hence, psychotherapy should be formulated to meet the uniqueness of the individual's needs rather than tailoring the person to fit the procrustion bed of a hypothetical theory of human behavior. Absolutely. And that's you know, yeah. quoted. Yes. That, that, that's exactly right. So so to make that long, that that those statements and that beliefs, he didn't believe like Freud believed that you had to go back and do these years of work and uncover all these deep seated things. He just wanted to say that, that we need to just change the way you think about it. That changes it because you, and, and I say this to clients and I'll, I'll, I'll put a little bit of my own influence on, I'll, I'll be uncle Milty part two or, okay. or, you know, that you can't change what happened in the past. Now, now your past events shape who you are and they affect you. But you can't change anything from back then. So I'm not minimizing hurt or pain for things that have happened. But if you go with the approach that I can't change anything from when I was five, but today in this moment, I can change whatever I want. Hmm. That doesn't have to define me because now I can make my own decision about where I go from this moment going forward. Fair. Yeah. Hmm. So let's talk about some and I, and I teased a couple of these at the end of last episode. Let's talk about some techniques that Erickson uses. Yes, please. One is indirect suggestions. So, I'll give you an example of what an indirect suggestion would be. If I were hypnotizing someone, I might say this. I wonder if the sensations in your hand will feel unexpectedly different than before perhaps more like numbness or tingling or perhaps nothing at all with nothing to bother or disturb you. So I'm not telling them to do anything. Mm -hmm. I'm just giving them a statement. I wonder, I wonder if the sensations in your hand will feel heavy or maybe they'll feel light or maybe you. So, so I'm not suggesting that they feel anything, mm -hmm. but just to say, just the fact that I'm saying, I wonder if the sensations automatically they're expecting a sensation. It's a mere observance almost. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's, it's an indirect suggestion because if you tell somebody directly, if I were hypnotizing somebody and I said, your hands are going to feel like they're lead. If I were that direct, they would be like, what? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it might work for some. But... <laughs> it, it could work for some. But, but it, and, and the whole trick here, and I heard this explained from a colleague of mine, explained this way. That between your conscious mind and your, and your unconscious mind, there's a brick wall. And habits are all stored in the subconscious. And, and the only thing that gets information from one to the other in that brick wall mm -hmm. is trauma or relaxation. It's one extreme or the other. Interesting. To bring that wall down or to have an opening where you can transfer information back and forth. Mm. 
So the the whole idea of hypnosis is that we get you to a relaxed state enough so that wall is lowered and now we can we can make changes in the subconscious. It's almost like a lock and a key. Mm-hmm. Um and what happens with trauma is that something traumatic happens that gets forced into your subconscious. Now it affects everything you do and that walls back up. Now it can't escape out of your subconscious because it's just locked in there. Yeah. Hmm. I, I like that. I like that analogy because it gives you kind of a visual about how that might work for you. Hmm. So indirect suggestion, saying things, but not saying them directly because you're more apt to accept those as an indirect suggestion. Metaphor is another thing he used telling stories or, or metaphors uh, so Erickson sometimes instructed people to climb a mountain or visit a botanical garden. Hmm. Narrative and experiential metaphors. Okay. Yep. So one of his, I'll, I'll in this one, just bear with me. This is a little long, but as soon as I get to the get to the punchline, it's not a joke. <laughs> <gasps> oh, great Odin's raven! Hang in. But there. as soon as I get to that line, you'll know why. So this is directly from Erickson. I was returning from high school one day and a runaway horse with a bridle on sped past a group of us into a yard looking for a drink of water. The horse was perspiring heavily and the farmer didn't recognize it. So we cornered it. I hopped on the horse's back. Since it had a bridle on, I took hold of the tick rein and said, giddy up, headed for the highway. I knew the horse would turn in the right direction. I didn't know what the right direction was, and the horse trotted and galloped along. Now and then he would forget he was on the highway and start off into a field. So I would pull him, pull on him a bit and call his attention to the fact that the highway was where he was supposed to be. And finally, about four miles from where I had boarded him, he turned into a farmyard, and the farmer said, How did you get that critter to come back? Where did you find him? And Erickson said, about four miles from here. And then the, the farmer said, how did you know he, how did you know you should come here? And Erickson said, I didn't, the horse knew all I did was keep his attention on the road. Huh? Yeah. But the horse was thirsty. Right. So you can't lead a horse to water. <laughs> and make a, make a drink. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that metaphor is, is all about, I, I, I can, I can't force you to do anything. You know where you need to be. I'm just going to keep you on the road to get there mm-hmm. or I'm going to direct you. And, and I say this with my clients when I'm doing hypnosis all the time. I don't have special powers. I, I don't have like, you know, uh, it's pretty cool, I guess. I mean, I don't have some, some hidden thing that no one else does that I can just, it's, I'm not like Harry Potter with a wand. I just direct you to where you know you already want to be. And, and I've said this numerous times. Once people come in for hypnosis, they've already made the decision of what they want. I just need to guide them there. They've already made that decision. Hmm. Another of his techniques is the interpersonal technique. Um, I'm going to think of how to describe this. Um, It's, it's, It's 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 interesting. I know it's, that. It's, it's interpersonal. It describes a technique that's an ends to it's a means to an end while psychotherapy addresses the guidance of the subject's behavior. So it's looking at why do you do these behaviors? What causes that? What are the things that are driving you to do these things? Mm-hmm. Um, 
So he says they knew why they were they were seeking therapy. They were they were desiring the benefit from suggestions. Erickson goes on to state that one should also give recognition to the readiness with which one's unconscious mind picks up clues and information. So it's a, it's an acknowledging to the person, you know why you're here. You already know what you want to get. Mm-hmm. And it's just connecting with them on that level. And he said, respectful awareness of the capacity of the patient's unconscious mind. You're giving them credit to say, you, I, I, I'm just helping you get there. You have the total ability to do this. Hmm. The confusion technique. This is the one I like. And, and this is a quote again from Uncle Milty. In all my techniques, almost all, there is a confusion. So confusion, and, and I think I might, have, I might have teased this a little bit at the end of last episode. When your brain is confused, it doesn't know what action to take or what to think. Hmm. And we talked about uh, the shock at the end of last episode. This is similar, but this is more of a confusion. So think about, and, and I'll try to give you just a general example. If somebody comes up to you and just starts babbling, they're, they're not saying words in any order. They're, they're just. Are they just talking they're, to they're, talk? Or? They're, just, they're just talking and words are coming out, but they're in no distinct order. And, and you're oh. confused at that point. You're like, yeah. well, something's not right. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, that state of confusion is you could have a hundred thoughts going through your head right at that second. Ah. Am, am I am I hearing this right? Are they saying it wrong? Am, am I hallucinating? Or you know, I mean, I mean, just a million things. So that confusion techniques. Once you once you confuse the mind, it's now easier to suggest something because it's open. It, it wants some clarity at that point. Mm. Um, I, a perfect example of this, and I know I've I promoted or or mentioned Darren Brown on the episode on episodes past. Mm-hmm. Darren Brown is a hypnotist, mentalist, magician, entertainer uh, from the UK. He has, he has a, more than a few specials on Netflix. So if you ever want to watch his stuff, it's, it's fascinating. Fair. So the, he has a YouTube channel, of course, like all, all big stars do. But um, <laughs> they're the one, and there's so many. They're so entertaining. I could watch those for hours because he does different things. So let me let me tell you the setup for this. He he goes into stores. So so the 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 beginning of this YouTube, he's got pieces of paper, all the exact shape of bills, dollar bills, twenty bills. They're they're cut in that shape, but they're just blank pieces of paper. Mm-hmm. They're as white as this, hmm. and he has them tucked in his wallet. Okay, ten or twenty of them, just tucked in his wallet. Just plain white paper, blank, blank pieces of paper, but the size of of bills. Okay. So he goes into this jewelry store and he says to the guy, Oh, I, I, I like this band. What, what is this? And he starts talking with him. And the guy said, Well, this is a, I don't know, sterling silver and this is a diamond. Hmm. And he says, Well, how much is that one? And he said, 4,200. He goes, He goes, you know, I'll take that one. I want that one. Uh, and I, I'll pay cash for it, but you wrap it up. So just as the guy start, just as that transaction's about the end, Darren Brown says, oh, I have a question for you. What, what, where's the closest subway? Where's the closest subway entrance or exit? And the guy said, well, that, that would be a block east. And, and then Darren Brown said, well, east is, east is that way, right? And he goes, no, that's west. Well, which way is north? <laughs> north is this way, and, and the, the, the south is that way. Sounds confusing. He, he, was, just, he was just asking questions yeah. to, to get the guy's brain involved okay. to start thinking. And, and as, as he pulls the bills out, he says this, he's, and I won't say it word for word, but something to the effect of, you know, my, my, my friend, my mate told me to take the subway to take it. 
not to worry, but to take it mm. as he's handing him <laughs> These. the bills. Wow. The guy took the bills, gave him change, and, wow. and he walked out of the store. With plain white with paper. With plain white paper. In the shape of dollar bills. Yes. Wow. Good. So, <laughs> so I'm not saying that's going to work on everyone. Sure. But that's the power of but, suggestion. But it's, yeah. but it's, it's, it's this confusion technique. Yeah, when that, your mind that, yeah. is confused. And think about it. If, if you've ever been in um, – I don't know if you watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. I've seen it in the past. Okay. Not, so there's not, a whole, not, not recently. Though. Okay. So there, there's, a whole, <laughs> there's a whole episode where Larry gets um, – well, I forgot what they call it. Uh, he, he got honk scared like when he was just not paying attention at the green light and you get honked at and, yeah. and then you just get startled. Yeah. And then he sped out way and hit the car in front of him. Oops. So, so that's an example of something where, where your mind, your mind's confused. It has to do something mm-hmm. and it's just a reactionary at that point. Right. But if you're told what to do, it's, it's going to be, your mind is looking for a direction. So in this example with Darren Brown, when he said, take it mm-hmm. as, as he was handing it over, mm-hmm. The, the, this guy was probably confused of what was going on. And he's like, okay, I need to take it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. So yeah, confusion technique, the handshake induction. And I don't know if you've ever seen this. Uh, if you, if watch my shows, you will see this in action. Okay. So once I get people into a relaxed state or somebody that I know in, in their, their, their ways that I can know this, maybe, maybe I've hypnotized them before, or they say, yeah, I've been on stage before or something like that. Mm-hmm. I can, I can just put my hand out and now, now I'll tell you how uncle Milty did it, but, but this one is, is, it's a kind of a combination of shock and confusion mm-hmm. because I will, I will put my hand out. They'll shake it again. This is pre COVID folks. So mm-hmm. going forward, we'll be, we'll be careful about this. Mm-hmm. So you take their hand and as soon as I start to shake it, I just, I don't, I don't pull it like their arm down, but I just give it a slight like jerk yes. on their hand and just say sleep. Ugh. And then because at that mind, your mind is at a heightened shock state. It's like, what, what's they happening? They weren't expecting the tug. No, the they hand. weren't expecting the, the tug yeah. or, or, or that, or that, that little volt jolt. Yes. And, and all of a sudden their mind's looking for direction mm. and then boom, that they'll, they'll just relax instantly. Wow. Yeah. So, now, again, it doesn't happen with everyone. You have to be in the right you, – you have to you have to prepare this the correct way too. Fair. So the way, the way Milty, Uncle Milty did it is he would shake somebody's hand and shake it normally, but then he would just stop in the middle of it, still holding the hand, and he would just like slowly like unpeel his fingers and slowly slide his hand off. And he said making, making sure – that your that that your your longest finger just comes across the tips of theirs, and the way he describes it, and I've seen this, I've seen this in action too. If you can probably find these on YouTube, the person will just be standing there, not moving their hand. They don't know what to do. Right? They're they're confused. They're like, "What just happened?" I've never had that experience <laughs> before. Right? <laughs> and and typically their hand will stay right where it is mm-hmm. because they don't they just don't know what to do, wow. and at that point. And, and the, the way Milton Erickson did it, he would then take their hand and say, look at your hand, look right at your hand. They bring it closer to his face and then they make him relax. My goodness. Yeah. So those, that, that, so that one I do like, I use the, I use the, it's a different, little different than the way uh, Milton Erickson did it. Mm-hmm. We mentioned briefly last episode about hand levitation. 
you know, your hand might feel heavy or it might feel light. It might feel like it's just getting, it feels like it might be floating. Mm -hmm. And, and people will feel that they'll feel, they'll, they'll feel that, that, um, um, trying to think of a good word for it. They'll they'll feel the, the, they'll, they'll be, um, compelled. Mm. They'll, and when, and and under hypnosis, I've always used this term because when I've experienced hypnosis, I feel like there's a, I feel compelled to do something and, and not anything in a bad way. But when somebody says, well, you know, your hand might be heavy or it might be light. I have to pick one of the two. I'm not giving a choice. It's one or the other, because at that point in that relaxed state, it's just a suggestion I'm going to take. Um, and then we get into shocks and we mentioned this quickly in the last one. And that's just scaring your mind. And mm-hmm. that's, that's with the handshake induction, not the one that Milton did where he slowly pulls away, but like a handshake where you just kind of snap the hand mm-hmm. That's a shock induction. Your your mind is is a, in a heightened state. Your adrenaline is just shot through the roof and it's looking for direction. Hmm. Yeah. So a lot of those are techniques that Milton used. Milton I, Erickson. And just I, there was a certain president that kind of used that technique when he met yes. other world leaders. I, it's funny you say that, Matt, because this has come up more. I, I I'm on so many hypnosis groups mm-hmm. and this has come up a lot. Mm-hmm. So. President Trump, if you've seen him when he was with, um, um, I forgot, I forgot which one it was, but he's done it with numerous world leaders. Mm-hmm. He'll take their hand and he'll he'll pull the hand towards them. Yes, and one, it's a show of power. That's one thing it does. But the other thing, it it, it it's it's off putting to the person there, like what's happening, right? And it's it's another way to to kind of. And we're, it's, this is not a political show, so we're not going to get into it. No, but no. but the but the, the the response is that you you are in control of the situation. Right. I'm in control. You're yeah. following me. Mm-hmm. So that that is definitely a technique mm-hmm. used to used to kind of influence people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So the biggest thing with Erickson, his 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 greatest achievement was to bring hypnosis back to the individual as an individual. That it wasn't one size fits all. It wasn't. One technique is going to work for every single person. And that's why they, they call it client-focused. Client-focused therapy is, is, is approaching a client and seeing where their strengths are. I have clients that are musicians. A lot of times when I have somebody who's creative, if they're a musician, I will have them write music. If they're a writer, I'll have them write a story. Right. Use, use, the, use the strengths that they have to help them get clarity in what they're trying to do. So long story short, perhaps Eric, I'm, I'm going to read a quote because this came right from uh, one of his biographies. Perhaps Erickson's greatest contribution to psychotherapy, excuse me, was not his innovative techniques, but his ability to depathologize, pathologize, depathologize people and consider a patient's problematic behavior as indicative of of a best choice available to the individual. So I know that's a little bit wordy, mm-hmm. but he's saying that I'm not looking at this person as being pathological. I'm just saying that this is all they know. This is the only way they know how to cope with it. Right. So I'm going to approach it in a way that I can help them. And that's the whole client centered focus that Erickson had. Beautiful. Awesome. So that wrap, wraps up Uncle Milty, folks. Milton Erickson. He passed away in 1980. It was in my lifetime. Some of you, it probably was not. <laughs> probably. <laughs> it's in my lifetime, too. Well, so. yeah, be probably not too much, though, Matt. Uh, yeah, I was, yeah. I, I, yeah, I was still in grade school. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs>
<laughs> the beginning of. Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. <laughs> it did. So props to Uncle Milton Erickson and his techniques, which, again, are used today by most hypnotherapists and hypnotists. I, I would dare to say most everyone uses his techniques because he, he made it mainstream and acceptable and made it uh, accessible for most people as far as, again, making it client-centered, using, using a, a specific approach for each individual client. So, folks, that is it. That is Milton Erickson. Join us for next episode. In the meantime, change your thinking, change your life, laugh hard, run fast, be kind. I will see you next time. <laughs>